Welcome to the Strategy Rewind Podcast. I'm your host, Miguel LeBron. Here at the Strategy Rewind Podcast, we look at the relationship between goals, strategies, belief, and objective breakthrough. I'm so excited for today's episode. Hey, if we haven't met before, thank you for being connected here today. I am a father, a leader, an author, a strategy coach, and mentor, and I partner with individuals who have a goal but need a strategy. And in this podcast, we focus on the strategy to help you have a breakthrough moment. It is possible that if you are told to stand up in front of a crowd, in front of a group, rather big or small, that you may begin to feel glossophobia. What is glossophobia? Well, glossophobia affects 40% of the population of the United States, and it is an anxiety condition. It makes you feel paralyzed to even be able to stand up in front of a crowd and speak. However, Today, we're talking about the strategies needed in order to overcome public speaking and the fear that it may bring about. Oftentimes, as you're sharing your message, doors, opportunities would open in which you'll be able to stand before a crowd, rather large or small, and rather in the classroom or in the boardroom. But the opportunity comes where you can impact so many people. Do not let fear paralyze you. But if you, in fact, feel glossophobia, number one, you need to select a subject that is in your toolhouse. You see, subject matter matters. And if you select a subject you're familiar with that's already in your toolbox, that's already in your wheelhouse, then you're going to feel much more comfortable and confident. And you're actually going to be much more fluent in speaking about the specific topic. So if you know a lot about cars, when you stand up to do your talk and you talk about cars, it's going to be simple because you know the subject. If you talk about any other thing, whether it be math or cooking or baking, whatever it would be, the fact is that if you're familiar with the subject, then you're going to feel much more relaxed in being able to talk about that subject. Because again, subject matter matters. Number two, we have to redefine fear. Oftentimes we are looking at our nervousness at our nervousness as though it's something negative. The fact is it's our body letting us know that what's about to happen, we don't have control, right? We can't control the lights, we can't control the sound system, we can't control the reaction of the audience, but this is why it's important that we would prepare ourselves as much as possible for this moment because what's about to happen it's truly out of my control, but I've prepared with the subject matter. I've prepared with the content at hand. Speaking of content, I've prepared a piece of content that I think is going to be beneficial to you if you're looking to become better as a public speaker and overcome this fear. It's a blog article that I want to encourage you to check out that I believe is going to help you overcome this fear. I have the experience of being able to do public speaking since I was 15 years old. And to be honest, my first experience, well, talk about not being able to control the environment. And my first experience of standing in front of a crowd, which was not really a lot of people, maybe 15, 20 at most. But as I stood before them on that particular day, the lights went out. That's right. They're standing in candles. I was giving this talk. 
let me tell you, we've come a long way, but one of the things still remain the same, and that is subject matter matters. Number two, you have to redefine fear, and there's so much more that I want to share with you, so you want to go ahead and click that link in the show notes with that latest blog that I've written totally free for you so that you can begin to take the next step in being the most amazing public speaker you can be. Now, I've also invited a friend of mine here today so that we can provide further strategies, allowing you to have your breakthrough moment. Let me talk to you about our show sponsors, United Marriage Encounter. United Marriage Encounter is a worldwide nonprofit organization dedicated to improving marriages by introducing powerful, practical, ongoing communication strategies. It's such a powerful experience, the weekends that they host for marriages. Early in our marriage, my wife and I went to a weekend, but the strategies that we received were so powerful, we decided to go again because the truth is that we can always keep growing and learning on how to better communicate. The weekends that they host are presented in a conference-type setting, but after that initial meet and greet, no other group sharing is required. Each couple is given enough time to talk privately, freely, and be able to dedicate their entire time to their significant other. Head over to unitedmarriage.com. That's unitedmarriage.com, where there you'll find more details on events that are coming up and may be happening in your neck of the woods. I am excited to have with me coach and speaker Marla Genova. Marla, thank you for being here with us today. Thank you for having me, Miguel. It's, it's a pleasure. For those who aren't familiar with the amazing work you're doing, let them know about yourself. So I am a life coach specializing in anxiety, specifically social anxiety and the fear of public speaking. I also went to personal development topics as well, self-love, compassion, trauma, shame, all the good stuff. But my passion is social anxiety and fear of public speaking because I overcame that myself many years ago, and it's my passion to pay it forward. So let's address the elephant in the room. Oftentimes people will say, hey, if you're gonna get up to speak, just envision the crowd naked. It is my public, it is my opinion that that doesn't necessarily work. There's some people you don't want to ever imagine naked, but I'll leave it up to the professional. So tell us, really, what is the tactic if you're going to stand up to speak for the very first time? Okay, definitely not to picture anyone naked. <laughs> and you're so preoccupied with yourself and feeling that there's an actual spotlight shining on you that it's really not possible when you have the fear and the level of anxiety that I experienced and others who I have been coaching uh, to, to get out there and to try not to catastrophize. Uh, so if your heart starts to race, many people immediately go to the worst case scenario is I'm gonna pass out or I have to run out of the room. In many cases, if you've never passed out or fainted before, it's a 0.001% chance that's going to happen. So um, to say something instead, if my heart races, then my heart races. Uh, you know, I've, I've done things similar, if not even more challenging than this before, and I can do it again. Um, another, another tip is to put the word and in there. Um, most people feel if they're anxious, they can't feel anything else or be anything else. So 
I, if I feel extremely anxious, I know that I can still speak coherently. So I'm anxious and can still speak effectively. Now, one of the things that I always tell individual whom want to speak and have that anxiety, because on a personal note, I've been speaking since I was 15 years old. So getting up and speaking, engaging, I may find it much more easier than someone else who hasn't had that type of experience. And the way that I always present it to individuals who say, I get nervous, I always tell them, well, you get nervous when you're going to get on a roller coaster anyways. And it's to me is that similar nervousness of, yeah, I'm excited. There are some things I can't control. And for some people, not having control is like the worst ever. So if our listener is facing that type of nervousness, what word of encouragement, what strategy could we give them to maybe see it as such? Or is there a different analogy that you use? I like your take on it about the roller coaster because people are usually, you know, they're excited, a little bit terrified, but mostly they they, they want to experience that that high. Uh, so when there's fear involved, what it comes down to is they're not so much afraid of the actual situation; they're afraid of the fear itself. So they are terrified they are going to experience those panic symptoms that they have before. So looking at it that way takes off some pressure, um, knowing that whenever that first time it happened, that they had the physical reactions or panic attacks being in front of people, um, knowing since that happened, that that trauma continues every single time they go to face it again. So in fact, they're afraid of themselves and their reactions but they've also managed to become really good hiders of it. And people don't notice it, even though it feels like you're on a roller coaster internally and all the symptoms are coming up. Uh, we get really good at hiding them from people and they have no idea what's going on. Yeah. I, I love that. You know, what you're saying was like, no, you're more scared of, of what you're feeling as opposed to what you're about to do. Right. It's, it's like the poem of who are we not to shine? Who are we not to be our best. And, and oftentimes it's that fear of taking that, that next step or that quote unquote, taking the plunge. So mm -hmm. for the individual who's listening is saying, all right, Marla, I'm loving what you're saying, but I don't know if it's me, right? I don't know if I can do it. What are some actionable steps the individual can take to maybe take that next step of faith, that sort of speak step of faith in actually becoming a better speaker? So focusing on the fear, um, I mean, I would recommend doing something like Toastmasters, which is a speaking organization and leadership and time management skills. Um, there's some other resources out there similar to that. Uh, but what I have found most helpful for myself 20 years ago and what I've been witnessing for the past 15 years, um, cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, I'm not saying you have to go to therapy, if, if you do a search for uh, cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, or on my website, it's, there's, there's a place where you can download the worksheets for it. So basically, you, you challenge uh, an unrealistic thought, such as I'm going to faint. Uh, so you, you kind of just put in your, your situation coming up that you're anxious about, and then you jump to the worst case scenario automatically. Everyone does. 
Then you have some guiding questions, like what evidence do I have to support this? Like I've never fainted before. So like I said earlier, 0.001% chance that you might faint. Um, and then keep building upon that and also recognizing what's called cognitive distortions, uh, which I also include with that worksheet. So you can start seeing like, what is it that you do? Um, do you do something like, you know, you minimize something. So for example, say you volunteered to go speak at Toastmasters and you really face your fear and do an amazing job, but then you minimize it and say, it doesn't count because I was practicing. It wasn't really at work or at the event I wanted to speak at. So really changing the mindset, which then changes your behavior uh, and what's called exposures is when you face your fear situation. So it takes some time and practice, but you can automatically start changing your thoughts to much more realistic, positive thoughts. Awesome. For those individuals that want to get connected with you and even have access to that document that you mentioned, let them know how they can get connected with you. Uh, my website is called sociallyspeakingplus.com. Uh, feel free to email me there, Marla, M-A-R-L-A, at sociallyspeakingplus.com. Um, on Facebook, my full name, Marla Genova. Uh, my, my business page is Socially Speaking LLC, Marla Genova. Instagram, Anxiety Coach Marla. Uh, LinkedIn, my full name again. Marla, I'm so excited you could be part of the program. Thank you so much. Thank you, Miguel. It's an honor. Thank you so much for everyone who has been connected here today on Strategy Rewind Podcast. For more information on this podcast, head over to strategyrewind.com. Of course, I also want to thank today's guest and encourage you to head over to the show notes of this episode as you can find details on what they're doing and how you can connect with them. There in the show notes, you'll also find information on today's show sponsor, which is United Marriage Encounter. Remember, they have events going on all through the calendar year and even in your next of the woods. Of course, if you'd like to be a sponsor of this podcast, head over to MiguelLebron.com. There you'll find details not only of how you can become a sponsor of this podcast, but also information on Miguel Lebron coaching. As always, please consider subscribing and sharing this podcast. And of course, surround yourself with people that will nourish your vision.